You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show with your hosts, Jeremy Barker, Aaron Arms, and Chad Niddle. Are you Nene? There you go. Talking during the intro. No, that's fine. Nothing like a little arms talk for the intro. Welcome to the Back Row Fantasy Show. My name is Bark, if you didn't know, and Arms is to my left. Good morning. And Nit. Took his winter stuff off, but he is to my right. It's like Arms forgets what he's doing during the intro. You you have one thing to do. You and guys, that is nothing. You guys are nothing dancing. I thought he was whipping a nene, and I was very very ooh. It's been uh, a long time since I heard whipping a nene. Watch me whip. Whatever. Whip. Watch me. Nay-nay. I was alarmed. I'm like, are you are you dancing or are you having a heart attack? What's going on here? Both is possible. Is, is, are you seizing? Are you having a seizure? I've never attempted either of those moves. N- n- neither the whip a heart nor attack or a seizure. I need I neither nip I neither whip nor nay nay. I'm about the dabbing stuff. I neither nip. That's sometimes hard. it's fun just to just toss it up. You're gonna punch it's, your mic. It's always hilarious to watch like six, seven, eight year olds like try to d- like do the dab and then they're just. What's well, funny to watch? What are you them, doing? It's funny to watch them uh, cough and do it involuntarily. Like my kid last night was like, <clears throat> and I'm like, just like, <laughs> you're like, did you just score a touchdown? My kid's smoking dabs. <laughs> it's anyway. interesting to watch a kid dance to the "In My Feelings" song. I don't know. the The weirdest part is actually listening to the song with your kid, because it's not exactly a child friendly song, but it is a fun song to watch them. Attempt to uh, dance to. Just, Are you ta- just is that, that the there. Kiki song? Yeah, Ki- yes. I, Kiki. I Do legitimately had no idea that's what it was named. Yeah. I've watched it a couple is. people get hit by cars. And I'm like, deserved it. Trap Bunny Bennies. Hey, I, you know you got me in your feelings. I, I don't know. What? what? Yeah. What a weird way to open up the show. Yeah. I was well, just especially saying, since what, we're back on video. I was just saying whenever I watch people get out of a moving car and dance... Like, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Yeah. Like, you, you run into a stop sign, good for, good for that stop sign. Yeah. Get on that stop sign. One Stop sign one, you nothing. Wonderful. Wonderful. Let's, Wonder- let's go. That's a wonderful life lesson. You play stupid games, you but, win stupid prizes. Absolutely. Now, listen, before we get too deep, too far, oh, um, ooh. Made a little noise touching should, my mic. Too quickly. Should we celebrate Julio Jones? Finally got a freaking touchdown? Well, wait. Oh. Before that, 
we just want to let all the listeners know that we are going to do a grade the trade episode and we do have some submissions, but not enough. We want to do a full show of grade the trade submissions. So a, a trade that's proposed to you or a trade that you have recently completed, send us a DM, give us something to grade me and arms and knit. Uh, I looked at you in the opposite. I said me and arms and knit. That was weird. We want to grade. We want to become teachers. We want to be your teacher to tell you whether you need to put in the wink, wink, extra work. Fantasy coaches? <laughs> Fantasy coaches. You can find us on Brazzers.com when we release it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but no. we want to not sound right. We want to grade the trades, okay? We want to grade your trades. We want to hear about your trades. In a lot of leagues, it's deadline time. Our deadline is Thursday to complete trades in our league of records, so to speak. So we assume some of you operate the same way. And we'd like to hear about some of those proposals, even if they're God awful, if they're still oh, sitting God, in your, there's if, so many of them that are bad. Yeah. And if, if they're still sitting in your trade canal, then we need, we want to hear about hey, it. I want to do a two for one upgrade. All right. Uh, you send me your two best players and I'm going to send you one guy that's slightly worse than either one of them. Goes back what? to what Chad said. Like, I want to give you Richard Sherman in this deal to upgrade a little. Just he would little Richard Sherman. He would never see the field. I yeah. just I, I like to throw that name on there, just man. Little Richard Sherman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how many people bite though? You know what I mean? It's like they used to bite more than they do now, but now uh, now in our main league, everyone just hits reject without looking. Like it's from Niddle. It's from Barker. Are you kidding me? You're not getting, taking it. You're getting Terrell Suggs and Von Miller in this deal. Ooh. Oh my God! You've heard of those. You have heard of those guys, buddy. Man, buddy, they, you need to accept this deal right now. They have a combined less points than uh, than freaking Jordan Lucas. Okay, okay. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Actually, I don't. I, I know that's most likely not true, but anyhow, it's all good. But yeah, so get us those trade submissions. We would love to uh, grade your trades. What do you think, guys? Should we just start off with the the game that recently ended before we just woke up? And, well, and talk a little Packers and uh, and Patriots. I just just to cover Sunday night football real quick. I really don't want to relive that game because I did watch all of it, watching, hoping Brady would punch in a one yard touchdown in, in the eight yard opportunities he had last night. Me and Nid are battling this week, and it's a seven point game with uh, some really cruddy players. Not cruddy, but it's like his Kevin Byard versus my Demarcus Lawrence and Ryan Sakoop. And it's I'm down by seven. Sucup, sucup, what? Sucup, sucup. Suck I hope he sucups. This I don't know. He's a kicker. He's going to score ten for me. So I'll be up by three. Then I just need Demarcus Lawrence to cover whatever Kevin Byard does, which okay. is asking a lot. So in, into the game, <laughs> he needs a sack more or less. Where at you, least where are you guys going to start with this cat? What Wait, cat, I, what cat I, are we talking about? The game. The, the Sunday night football game that did you, you did, just introduced. And listen, yeah, did anyone see the goats? I didn't know we called the had, cats cats or games cats. Whatever. Did, did anyone see them have jerseys on the goats and they were headbutting each other? Yeah. Oh, that was glorious. At first, I'm like, why do they have jerseys on goats? Oh, greatest of all time. Yeah. It took you that I long? See what, it was almost immediately. But I'm like, they this look like. I don't know the difference between a male or a female goat unless there's horns. I just assume that males have horns and female goats don't. And I'm like, they got them on some uh, some nanny goats up there. <laughs> some nanny goats. What is a nanny goat? <laughs> That's a female goat. 
Is that a technical term, or did so. you just make that up? Yeah, it's a farmhand yeah. term. Arms is a. I grew farm up. Hand. I grew up on a farm. You guys have an issue with that? I didn't say anything about having an issue. I we, just said we, you have a farmhand. We have. But is that a country technical term, or is yeah. that an actual technical term? Technically, it's a country term. So, like school of deer, technical, like. <laughs> School, of, School deer. of deer. Pack of fish. Like a complaint of Karen's? Yes. Who's Karen? Just the the random I want to see your manager person. Oh, okay. It's that haircut. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Anyway, back to the game. The murder back of to the game. Anyhow. Well, the, the Patriots over and over turned to Cordero Patterson to punch in two-yard touchdown drives for some reason. Very strange that all of a sudden he is like, hey, Cordell, you're Sony Michelle today. You he, know what? He's the big back. That's what they kept saying. He's the big back <laughs> at 225. It's because he's 6'2. I mean, that's why. It, listen, here's what I'm going to say. When did that happen? The announcers act like it's common knowledge. It's like this is his first uh, double digit yard carrying game all season, but they they act like he's been the big back for the Patriots all season. Here, here's what's crazy to me. Cordero Patterson, I know he only had 61 yards, but at one point he was like five for 51. You know, he, he got shut down after his uh, first five carries really dominated. Man, it, this kind of is the why running backs aren't that darn valuable. Yeah, because you can stick just anybody at they're, the They're putting the... You know the fifth receiver on their team, just like yeah, you're going, to, you're running back this week. The Patriots yeah, are the putting Patriots. the fifth, fifth like well, the mean, Green Bay did Green it with Ty Montgomery. But time. Cordell Patterson is one of the most athletic people, correct? Like body type wise to technical Tennessee yeah, Tennessee guy. But uh, yeah, I mean the guy can stop on a dime, yeah, but not actually stop. Like like he cuts corners quicker in, than most people. That's why he's one of the great punt returners, kick returners in the league. So, I mean, he's one of the few guys that you can convert quickly to a running back just because you get the ball in in space. And who knew that he was better at catching or taking a handoff than 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 catching actual passes? I mean, he was a wide receiver. Listen, I have to ask. Redraft. I'm a Raiders fan. I actually knew he was terrible at catching passes. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like. You're a wide. He's been miss. He's been Miscast. a round peg being yeah, pounded into a, a square hole his entire life. And I the mean, Raiders have used all kinds of weird players at weird positions. They should have saw this. Yeah, we had Terrell Pryor at quarterback. I mean, would you rather have Cordero Patterson as your running back right now for the Raiders? Kind of, kind of. I don't know. Doug Martin hasn't looked awful. No, I guess not. But they scored three points. Let's not go down the. Ra- no. Let's not yeah, go yeah, down yeah. that rabbit no. hole. I'm just saying it hasn't looked awful. Real quick, it's not good. Real quick, and this is a legitimate question: If you're in redraft, and and you could choose for your playoff run, Ivan Kamara or James White? Redraft. You don't have to keep him. It's not dynasty. It's Kamara. Um, the, the only reason I'm going to go that way is because when Sony Michelle comes back, a lot more of these touchdowns go to Sony Michelle. I don't know. James White was putting up production with Michelle. I'm just, I'm just but lot, like, but, but most of it was in the passing game. Every time looking at the stat line and the fantasy line, it's like, dude, James White kills whoever he plays. Like if you're facing James White, you need to be scared. Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. James White's good, very they're, good. They're very close to the same player fantasy wise. They're. Gonna give you like yeah. six receptions or more. Yeah. 
and go for 125 total yards and almost definitely get in the end zone. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. that, that is you, those are those two guys. It's nuts. But yeah, the, you know, Josh Gordon also Patriots noteworthy. Had his Patriot breakout game. I'll tell you what, he actually had another, he's playing Patriot, games. another like insane body control catch that they did not call catch for, I want to say another 30 yards. Gordon's, Looking ridiculous right now. Now, I mean, he's looked solid, a little more solid each game, but this was a Josh Gordon game. I want to say he had 100 yards last week. I mean, Gordon's been doing well. Um, no, last week he had 42. The previous week I was about he had to say, I think this was his first 100. The, no, the previous week to that he had 100. Did he? Yeah. Okay. The touchdown was more of a play design, like most of the wide receivers in the league were going to score on that play. Do the whole fake screen, hit him wide open, just beat a safety who was scrambling to get to a, a point. But the most impressive catch to me was the one that kind of iced the game, the little just five-yard slant late in the game, need a first down, little play action, put it on him. He he caught the ball in traffic, converted it, basically into the game right then and there for the Patriots. So Josh Gordon does look like that go-to guy at times. Just unfortunately, they don't have – to go for go yeah. to him, you know this is it's the Patriots, man. If you're a go to, there is no go to except it's, Tom Brady. I mean, Edelman's going to catch a ton of balls every week, but that's the only sure thing in their offense, really. Yeah. Well, well I guess White. James White now. Yeah. Um, how about the Packers side? So, uh, Packers side, man. He, the, this team is underperforming. Rogers Just still doing it. what he does, though. I mean, 250 yards, two touchdowns, still looks fine. I mean, I know, it's not a weak winner, but it's not going to kill you. It's not really Aaron Rodgers either. I mean, it's he's he's doing okay. He's put, you know, those are those are kind of pedestrian stats. I mean, he's kind of put up. He's not he's not putting up an elite season, I guess. I know he had the injury, the injury worries, but. I do like Marquez Valdez Scantling scoring his uh, I, uh, hundred yard game last night. I knew you were going to say that too. I just, I'm so I'm so uh, intrigued. I'm surprised you didn't put the respect on his name, Marquez. Yeah. Marquez Valdez Scantling. Just intriguing. Um, you know what? I started him in a league on a complete waiver wire pickup, and obviously I'm ecstatic with the results. I mean, dude, Valdez Scantling looks like. The second favorite target. I mean, he's he's the one that you're. He's at least getting uh, looked at on the deep balls, and Rogers delivers the prettiest hail mary in the league. You know the the best uh, streak. He, I mean, he's beautiful, Go, beautiful he, rainbow. He he looks at he looked beautiful at Marquez. Uh, six six targets, the three three reception, hundred yards, but the other three targets were all thirty yard plus mm-hmm. passes too. I mean, Marquez. It, Vantes, Valdez Scantling is a to me he's a one trick pony is the is the only issue is the only issue I mean they do try to throw screens to Devontae Adams drag routes oh Devontae Adams is elite he, he's their go yeah he's their go to Valdez Scantling's a little more of the we'll let this guy beat us every now and again and he did this is one of this is one of got- his best games and they only put up seventeen points now. Did he? He made a he he made a sweet catch on a go route, underthrown ball with the safety bearing down. Like the guy has talent. I'm not trying to take it away from him. I'm just saying I'm, I'm looking at more of this Packers offense as a whole. It's like the running game really isn't there. Even though Aaron Jones goes for 76 yards, he had the fumble. 
I mean, yeah. they, they just can't trust anyone in their backfield. And outside of Devontae Adams and Marquez Valdez-Scantling, I mean, maybe you say Jimmy Graham's a, a threat. Jimmy Graham's always a red zone threat. But, I mean, I just don't understand what they're trying to do. It's the same thing over and over. All game long, it was like, run here. Okay, try to hit Devontae Adams. Third down. Oh, we're getting blitz. Fling it up in the air to, to Valdez-Scantling. Like, I mean, they're... They're a very predictable offense as yeah. a whole right now that has good players on it. Just needs better play design in Green Bay to me. Yeah, their their gameplay has been very vanilla this season, and and it's it's disappointing because they've got the weapons. Like they have, I mean, Jimmy Graham. We we're not going to talk about him as a top t- fantasy tight end, but he's a red zone threat. You've got Adams and Graham, and Aaron Jones looks pretty good, and Jamal Williams can give you a little something. Uh, I mean, they Randall Cobb has played more games than he's missed. I mean, they have the weapons on offense to hang with teams and they're just not. So I, I think you hit it on the head. They're very vanilla. I mean, right now they're beating teams who they are just better than personnel wise. Basically. And yeah. the, the teams who have a, a better matchup, you know, as far as uh, maybe a little bit better coach or, uh, you know, above 500 record, that's who's beating the Packers. Yeah. Well, so. well, arms, I'd like to give you the opportunity to be ecstatic about, your team, which is basically your fantasy team, is basically the New Orleans Saints. So, <laughs> are you doing wrong if you have that? I didn't say that. I said, here's your opportunity to be super happy and maybe even take a jab at one of our league mates. Like, you took the deal, man. You oh. should have took that deal. Listen, you you said a minute ago, Camara or James White. I'm going to go with Kamara just based on the consistency of the body of work. Redraft. Don't get confused, listeners. Not Dynasty. We wouldn't do that. We were just making a compare. I think yeah. you were just trying to drive home the James White, Alvin Kamara comparison. I don't think anyone in their drive. right mind, even in redraft, is going to take James White. Let's clarify that. It's Alvin Kamara all day long. It's just you were try- driving home the point that James White is very Alvin Kamara-like. I'm yeah. just saying at the end of the day, if for some reason James White finishes ahead of Kamara... Like redraft wise, it wouldn't be out of the question. It wouldn't that it be out of the question. Happen. Redraft wise, you're like, man, I could have got James in P- White in round fifteen in PPR. Eh, I'll, I'll buy the possibility. possibility. Still unlikely to me. But it's basically, a testament of James White's fantasy relevance. I mean, how it, kind it, of you, Kamara? Congratulations! Three James. touchdowns before the half. The only di- disappointment. The only disappointment I have is just keep feeding the guy. My God, he had like 110, 112 yards, something like that. I don't What's know. wrong with – why not just keep giving him the da- daggone ball? You see what happened I mean, to me and Mark you. you've got Mark Ingram. I think he fumbled. I believe they recovered it, but he yeah. fumbled before halftime. Feed the kid. That solidifies Kamara, but yeah. you, you see what happens when we tell our wives to keep feeding us. Well, we get fat. It's not – Yeah. So maybe Kamara gets fat and happy and like ah, I'm just going. I don't think that's half ass. I think half he, ass mm, on this one. I think he's a competitor. Mm. Speaking of uh, competitor, the best uh, wide receiver in the league showed it again. Kenny Galladay. Let's be real. It's Michael Thomas. <laughs> all right, all right. Michael Thomas he had is, a big game. He's a two for one play. He well. Him and Adam right now. Him and Thielen. Thielen but, a little down week. But I'm talking just great seasons. Oh yeah, those are the two guys that. And, uh, Brown, Brown, obviously because touchdown monster and you know gets a ton of targets. But between those three guys, the most likely to be able to get two players in return, two high value players. Go go to the juggernaut in your league and be like, hey, what do you give me for uh, Michael Thomas? The, that guy's got five number one receivers. 
whenever you've got two and a half. Yeah. That, that's that's the Michael Thomas level play. Are you, are you going to do that, though? Like, if no. you had the chance to do that? Because now I figure this solidifies, like, Michael, they're in your Hall of Fame now. Thomas and Kamara. <laughs> oh, Kamara's almost untradeable anyway. There we go. That's what I was I mean, for. you you can't. You, that's you, what I was nobody's fishing giving you, for. Nobody's giving you Todd Gurley. And it's it's too equal of a trade for most of the other players that you're going to try to acquire. I mean, unless, what are you going to get, like Kareem Hunt and maybe something else? If it's a top-tier wide receiver in Kareem Hunt? Okay. If it's top-tier wide receiver. Nobody's giving you a top-tier wide receiver and Kareem Hunt for any player. You never know. Do you have Kareem Hunt and top-tier wide receiver? Let's talk. I do in another league. Oh, man. I'm sure the Alvin Kamara owner will break your arm for that. I would. Top ten, top ten running back and a top ten receiver for a top five running back. Yeah, he, he probably would. Absolutely, absolutely. Would. I'd trade that away. I, I'd, I'd hate to get rid of him, but I would definitely trade it. Give me I'm a- still on. I like. I I know it's ridiculous, but I'm still like, listen, top top five. If I have a top five pick in dynasty or redraft, I'm taking Kamara in that top five. But I still have that. Uh, I just I just I want those volume guys for some reason. It's really dumb. Like it's really dumb that I would be like, you you're you're gonna give me. Uh... I'll take the great player on the great offense over the great player on the subpar offense who's still doing well. Yeah, and I'm not trying to diminish Kamara. No Long story way. short, the, it break it came down to um, just a preseason discussion before Saquon Barkley ever touched the field. I said, "What would you want for Saquon Barkley?" Oh, it'd never happen because it would take more than Alvin Kamara. Excuse me? Number three overall running back last year. It's going to take more than that to get a guy who's never played football. See, I still want Saquon. But why? I should, I, in Dynasty, if, anything, if it's redraft, they're, give me Kamara. They're the same age, Barker. I don't care about age. I'm not talking about age. I'm, I'm talking it, about... So in, in, I'm not arguing the point that Barkley is a And you better, want him in redraft and Dynasty. Then. Yeah, listen. Listen, for everyone watching or listening to the show, if you I'm, have the choice between Kamara and Barkley, you, you should probably go Kamara. I'm just saying, like for some reason, I, think, I can't get over my need for a 25 carry back. I'm going to hold him and I want to coddle him. But Ingram may be gone next year, and Kamara could be the 25 carry back. You might be right, or you might be the wrong one. I I'm not getting in the middle of this one. No, I'm done. I, I'm, I, I'm totally done. on the fence. Kamara, I'm here's done. what just, I'm going to say: If you're just ready to get back to the game, what player, whatever player you have, you just be be happy you've got him. Right. Because you you're not going to win the trade, you're not going to lose the trade right. either way. Are you Trust talking? To, no, are you no, talking no. to yourself? Because you're the one who was so upset that you no, could not get it. And no, you're like, if you have either one, just be happy. J- but j- I really wanted Saquon, and just now I'm going to let him know about it. I never tried to trade Saquon. I was just asking, and he wouldn't even come back and say, "Well, it's going to take Kamara. It's going to take Kamara." Like I'm just, we need what to is get it him, going to We take? need to get him on the next show. You put a, you put four, a four man show. Yeah, you put a lot of time and effort into. Not really wanting to go acquire the guy. Oh, I'd, I'd love to have him. A lot of Facebook typing. I'd love to have him. I'm just, I, like, it's not going to be Alvin Kamara plus to get Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Outside of those two, Drew Brees. That was exclamation points. Has a monstrous game. Four touchdowns. Almost Who? 400 yards. Drew Brees. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, good. That guy's pretty that guy's awesome. He's, he's not bad. Dude, I tell you what, Jared Goff is quickly looking like a top five quarterback, like consistency wise, the weapons around him, yeah. the offense, the fearlessness that that the Rams' offensive game plan involves. Like it's not it, as much as it is Todd Gurley. 
It isn't all tied girly there. Like when no. they when Dude, they get Cooper in these, Cup is a, is an animal. He is, and he's still kind of getting he- more and more healthy. Yeah, uh, coming he's off getting the better every. He's just is there. There's still a possibility for a third year breakout with him. Like sa- he's getting more savvy. Yeah, like he's slowly putting it all together. Such a good route runner and. and Getting getting Brandon Cooks the whenever they get the production out of Brandon Cooks like this, I mean it makes their offense uh, just tick, man. I I didn't personally get the chance to watch this one oh, live I pretty on, much every day. Yeah, I watched a lot of it as I was traveling, but I was keeping up with. It. I'm like, what is going on? I mean, more or less, Saints got up early. Rams tried to track them down. Almost did. Did a great job. Uh, oh, it, was, it was a monster's game. Cooper Cup, though, as, as you were saying, uh, being a monster. Six touchdowns so far on the year. He's missed two games. Yeah. I mean, it, just absolute. This was, I believe, their ninth game. Um, absolute monster. And still someone who doesn't get the, the, the credit that he deserves. I mean, he's a top ten receiver. Cooper Cup. All three of those guys are in L.A. Uh, it's crazy. You can start any one of them, and and you know well, you're not getting a dud most likely. I mean, even even Robert Woods was five for seventy one. Like that's better than my receivers did on my team yesterday. That is sadly that is insane. I'm, I'm actually scrolling down the list and just keep in mind, Cups missed a little bit of time. Robert Woods is sixteen. Brandon Cooks is twenty one. Uh, points per, and that's in points per game. I'm trying is, to find is my fantasy Cup. league back up? Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, hey. Where the heck's hey, Cooper hey, hey. Cup? But yeah, Cooper Cup's an animal, and I oh he's Cooper Cup's thirteen yeah, because of the missed games. Yeah, because of the missed games, insane. Just, and I know we haven't gotten any games yet, but I would like to know you guys' picks because uh, to me, four teams look like they could win the Super Bowl. Two of them played in this game. Two of them played in this game, and you got Patriots, Chiefs, Saints, and Rams. Chargers at Chargers times. look good. Chargers I just don't know. I don't know if they. Do I don't know if they can get that extra. You know. I don't. I don't. Have know. you watched? Jo- when's Joey Bosa do back? I mean, should the, be soon. Shot shot in the arm for that defense, and as good as the offense has looked, and and the, the balance. Not not to jump over there, but I mean, they they are a balanced team. But I, I I'm more on the four horse race. Yeah, me too. I, I think the Chargers are like on the outside looking in. Maybe another team or two on the outside looking in, but. Man, if those are the uh, AFC and NFC championship games, that's going to be one heck of a week of football. I mean, it's like the the most exciting uh, race to fir- the first overall seed right now. Yeah, I, I mean, even if if you go look at the Steelers, you know, they're doing quite well, hitting stride. To go back over to the uh, the NFC, there's a lot of players or a lot of teams that you're like, man, man, that team looked very very good, like uh, Falcons this week. Falcons look like a heck of a team. At, at times, the Cowboys look like a heck of a team. At times, the the Eagles look like a, a real solid team. And of course, you know the never say die uh, Washington Redskins. Yeah, I I don't know. The Eagles have the biggest chance out of those teams. The Eagles have the biggest chance. The other ones are flawed. I mean, just yeah. just flawed, especially defensively. Eagles are in perfect position. I mean, if you ask everything they've gone through, yeah, they. Probably want to be more five and three than four and four, but I mean they're in perfect position in the weakest division in football, really, to to make a run, to run on this thing. But guys, game- uh, you guys want to run through some 
We talked about the biggest games, in my opinion, with the biggest teams. You want to keep talking about the games? Or you want to talk about some uh, top fantasy production weeks? Let's roll down the whatever you want to do there, host. I'm cool with whatever. We can, host we with the do, most. I enjoy talking games, production. but, you know, uh, we, we could go fantasy production just because we don't have enough time to go through every game. Uh, but Breeze, we talked about him. Uh, he was your number one quarterback this week. And, uh, again, a lot of the same names we usually see. Matt Ryan, number two. Goff, number three, uh, Patty Ice, unstoppable at number four. And then you got, who the, who the fuck is that guy? Didn't play very good, uh, Mr. Ryan Fitzpatrick, but. Didn't play very good. He had four touchdowns. Like, I'm, I'm ecstatic with that. I don't care how okay, many interceptions. fantasy-wise, you're I don't happy. care how many interceptions the guy throws. He gave me four touchdowns on fantasy. Fantasy-wise, you're happy, but when the coach has to come out and say that Ryan Fitzpatrick will remain the starter, doesn't mean he played particularly well in <laughs> real football. He played, yeah, yeah, just yeah. just well enough to keep it another week, but real close to handing it back over. He's still better than Jameis Winston. Are you? Yeah, I agree. I feel like you're trying to just trying to get to that number seven quarterback. He, he's boozing on down there. Yeah. Just but, get, before we go, before we go down to that, because I know you're going to, you know, talk about how you're a genius. I'm not a genius. I had no. Co- I, oh, wait a minute. I did pick him up in a league where I didn't need him, but it was just because a starter for a buck and a 16 teamer, you could at least flip him for two bucks or seven. Nick Mullins is the guy we're talking about here. Uh, uh, real quick though, 29 touchdowns uh, basically at the halfway point of the season, slightly over for uh, Patty Mahomes. Is he going to break the record? That'd be awesome. I'd love to see it broken by essentially a rookie. I think, he's I think well he on pace. He's, I mean, he'd, yeah. have to, he'd have to absolutely self-destruct in it, the second half of yeah. the season. It's not going to happen. No, like his self-destruct has happened. He's thrown he's thrown interceptions in multiple games now where in, he didn't throw any through the first four. In but. the two games, he had one or zero passing touchdowns. He had a rushing touchdown in both. Yeah. I mean, he's on the season. He's got thirty-one total touchdowns. Obviously, the record's about passing, but he's got thirty-one total touchdowns. That is just ridiculous. Kid's uh, generational talent, apparently. What What is the record? Fifty-five, I believe. Yeah, Peyton. Is it Peyton? Peyton Manning. Yeah, he's gonna break that. Yeah, I mean, it looks like he can get to sixty because he's not going to be facing the uh, the Chiefs. That's a heck of a pace and, I mean, to keep up. But. It's very difficult to pass on, I mean, the Broncos and the Chiefs. Or, excuse me, the Jaguars, not the Chiefs. Man, passing against your own team would be tough. Well, he's got a good he's got a good uh, pass defense, so yeah, True. definitely would. But no, the, he's already faced basically two of the uh, premier defensive backfields in the league. Yeah. And well, he got slaughtered by him. I, I'll tell you that. He, he did not perform well, but everyone else, anyone outside of those two, he's putting up 40 points a game. The one thing I'll say, the one thing I'll say on this is Kareem Hunt's reemerged as, as top five, In right where he way. should be, getting the, getting it done on the ground. I mean, he goes ninety yards, two touchdowns this week. I mean, that would be the one thing that that you could say maybe falls a little short. Maybe ends up high forties, something like that, just because they commit to Kareem Hunt as they are right now. But then you get but, him throwing touchdown passes to that's Kareem Hunt. A, that's exact, but that's the positive Crazy. side of it. That's where I was going with it. I mean, that that just helps. It's kind of like Kareem Hunt running the football. It's actually going to help Patrick Mahomes. I mean, it's going to free up Tyreek Hill. It's going to free up Travis Kelsey a little bit more. I mean, it, this is just an electric offense. Maybe the bet up to this point, it is a top five all time offense. If not, I mean, it's just scary how good this team is 
on that side of the football. There's they just need all to get pros at every position at the skill positions. I mean, your tight end's one of the best. You have a receiver that's one of the best. You have a running back that's one of the best, and you have a quarterback that may be the best. It's like legitimately drafting a fantasy team, basically. Like, if you had all four of those players that you just made fun of me for having half the Saints on my team, I would kill to have half the uh, the Chiefs on my team as well. I wasn't making fun. I I would love to have half the Saints as my team, all the way down to Traquan. Give me some Traquan for a bye week play. Like, give me Traquan. I'll take Mark Ingram as my number two running back. Yeah, let's do this. I'd be comfortable with that. Barker, have you been working on your Patrick Mahomes impression? Ah, oh. no, <laughs> no, you he, haven't. All he right. sounds like uh, he kind of sounds like Booger off Revenge of the Nerds. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Eh, maybe. I think it kind of sounds like Bobby Hill. Oh damn! <laughs> that, that's not bad. That, that it's kind of Cartman like. Just your, poofs. Your your voice was. Anyway. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It's a mix between Cartman and Bobby Hill. Anyhow. Get out of my propane. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I derailed that. Get out of my damn tool set. <laughs> All right, let's go to Nick Mullins so All you right. can talk about Nick Mullins and how great this Nick, guy is going to be and let, take over the starting position for listen, the last five years. I'm going to break it down quickly. <laughs> he, he would be. He, he's he not might, that good. No, <laughs> no, no. He's no. not that good. But he might be the starter in Buffalo next year. He might be the starter in Buffalo. He has a little. I saw a little bit of float to his throw. Like, they kind of hang a little more than they should. I didn't see, like, lasers, which not every quarterback has to throw lasers to be successful. Laser rocket came But, I mean, what sucked about, you know, Nick Mullins had this sweet stat line, and he deserves to be the starter going forward, in my opinion. I I, I believe he's, I believe he is a probably more accurate guy than Beathard. do this against the Raiders, though. I understand. But, but I mean, you have, in a lost season, I think you have to give the guy another start. Just to see what you have in him. Like, what's the point of rolling Bethard back out? They know that Bethard is not, like, their long-term starter. And Jimmy G is their long-term starter. Don't get me wrong. But to showcase Nick Mullins and maybe build up some hype for an off-season trade, I think you have to do that. Plus, you've got this whole story about Southern Miss and he's buddies with Brett Favre. And it, it, it it's just a feel-good story for the NFL, and the San Francisco 49ers need something to feel good about. C.J. Beathard's not something to feel good about. I don't think they're going to feel good about anything that had to do with Brett Favre after all the years he put him out of the playoffs. True. But, I mean, Nick Mullins, you know, he had a great game, but when you watch the tape, a lot of those touchdowns were manufactured for him. A lot of short, yeah, it, it short passes taken, taken the long ways, and he... He made some dangerous throws. Thank God that George Kittle is really freaking good because that pass that he threw over the middle in between two <laughs> defenders that Kittle's like, got it, with one hand and, and then streaked off. Like Nick Mullins was extremely fortunate that that wasn't picked off. Extremely yeah. fortunate. First touchdown of the game was a, a, a play-action rollout pass that every Raider thought that, right. that Raheem, because they're the Raiders and they don't understand yeah. football right they now. They were all Raheem caught off guard. Hurt. They're like, oh, yeah, let's go tackle this guy. I've never seen 11 guys caught off guard. I was, <laughs> wow. Marquis, or no, no, no. It was, it was Pierre Grosson just kind of like moonwalking oh, by yeah. himself. I think even inside. he was laughing as he's like, I, I think it was less of like one of these, like, ah, and more like a, what just oh, happened? How wow. do, how was, that was easy. But Nick Mullins, thank They're God I bad. started him Thanks. in one league. Yeah. But I mean, I don't. I think he's worth starting to see what you got, but uh, the hype train should probably slow down a little bit because 
Well, okay, you're the, only, you're the only person that had yeah, the, the hype trade and roll. Oh no, oh no! Listen to some so, podcasts out right now. Listen to some other fancy podcasts. There, there's you, Nick you, Mullins hype train. Let me just ask you though: Are you starting Nick Mullins over Derek Carr? Yes, over Derek Carr, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's possibly. Hey, listen. No, but like uh, I'm, I'm saying, over Sam Darnold. Yeah. Okay. Over Ryan Fitzpatrick. No, no, no. Here's the fortunate thing for Nick Mullins is again it, it, it goes to Kyle Shanahan. It's Kyle Shanahan off offense. Every play is very scripted. Like it is a very calculated offense for the quarterback. It, it the this the quarterback's supposed to thrive in this in this offense. So that's the good. I mean, he only had to throw the ball 22 times because they were up by so much. Maybe he gets into a little bit of a shootout, or or where they depend on him. We'll see a lot more about Nick Mullins in the years to, in, in the games to come, especially the next one. I think and this next one is going to be important. We're going to see if he's an accurate game managing quarterback that can put up a couple touchdowns a game, or if or if uh, it was the Raiders. Can he can it he deal with? Yeah, I can assure you. Yeah, can he deal with not? having early success you know I, I mean a lot of it was what do you get off to like a seven for seven yeah start with a touchdown Listen, 125 yards in the first five minutes of the game yeah and i gotta hand it to him in a pressure situation where no one knows who you are no one knows who you are and you're coming out on except brett Favre, except brett Favre, and you come out on a big stage like that i will give him credit those short dump off passes and the ones that were mid-range Put them exactly where they needed to be. So I, I'm not taking anything away from him. Like easy throws, probably, but he put them exactly where they needed to be. And I've seen guys like Ryan Tannehill uh, throw them behind him to someone on the sideline uh, and not intentionally. Right. So Nick Mullins, come on over to Miami. We'll give you some millions. You can be our starter. Uh, so rest of the season. So let's say that he secures a starting job. Do you want him over Matthew Stafford? No. Like that's the twenty third no, quarterback, but, but over, I mean over Blake Bortles. Yes. Okay. Over <laughs> anyone over Blake. Are you guys over, still talking over, about Nick Mullins, yeah. or have we moved trying, on? I'm no, trying to figure out Nick like, oh, what kind of hype me. is behind this kid. You know, I don't want like, the, the hype is if you just go let somebody else spend all their football budget on him, here, the free agent budget. Here's the way I look at it: if you've had to roll out Dak Prescott, Derek Sam Carr. Darnold, Derek Carr. You know, if you've rolled out guys that you're scared to death of, like man, it's it's either five points or thirty five points. I may roll out Nick Mullins just as a this guy might be a consistent twenty. Uh, he might be a consistent twenty. If I if I have a crappy record, I'm gonna throw some spaghetti against the wall and see if it sticks. That's the only thing I'm looking at with Nick Mullins. Like, am I excited? No. But have I been starting Sam Darnold all year or Case Keenum, and I'm just going to roll a different direction and start the Mullins kid just to see? Yeah. If, I, if I'm in contention, there's no way I'm starting Nick Mullins. You want to hear something hilarious? So I've been running I, – I went quarterback very last in my draft, and I think it's a 12-teamer. So I, t I pick up Matthew Stafford almost last round. Fine by me. So – Coming up his bye week, I pick up James Winston. Does okay for me. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'll just play James another week. James gets benched at halftime. Whoops. So I'm like, you know, I'm not going back to Matthew Stafford. Like, he's just looked atrocious. I'm going to go with Derek Carr. That was this week. Derek Carr puts up like 100 yards total. Oh, God. So I'm in. 
I would love to have had Nick Mullins. Is what I'm getting at. I would have killed to have had Nick Mullins this week. Sad but true. I mean, God, you got to play your matchups, bro. Yeah, that's that true. is a matchup. That's true. Play Playing your against matchup. the 49ers. Good lord, that was a great matchup. Hey, Nathan Peterman threw three more interceptions. Is he on base to break that record? Yes. <laughs> In a part-time role, Nathan Peterman. It, Man, I I just don't like I. Listen, I, there's not a headache in the world big enough to not sign Colin Kaepernick over Nate Peterman. No. He's yeah. so bad. But can someone tell me and I and I hate I hate to admit this because I have seen Nathan Peterman look good and I've seen No, him you be, haven't. No, no, no one no, 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 has no, no, ever no, 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 seen no, no, that. No. No, no you listen. have not. There's like nine guys in the NBA that are better listen, quarterbacks let than me freaking finish. <laughs> in the preseason, which doesn't mean anything. Like I saw you know, a little bit of arm talent, and I was like, man, this kid could be good. I'm off that train. Like, okay. Why is Nathan Peterman still in the NFL? Nathan Peterman throws interceptions in the walkthroughs without a defense. Why is he still in the league? <laughs> why? Why? He, he needs he needs to throw an interception in the walkthrough just to get hit. How am I going to react to this? <laughs> I know it's going to, like. Let, let I me, know it's can, coming. Hey, coach, can I just pop one in the belly of a safety real quick? Okay, I feel better. I, think, I feel. I feel now like, I know what to expect Sunday. Listen, the, that's the, the feeling. The two complete passes he made to Terrell Pryor this week, it's because he thought Terrell Pryor was on the other team. That's the only reason he went two for 17. He's hey, like, who's that guy? He doesn't look familiar. Boom. Oh, uh, oh, oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. And the crowd goes wild. Good Lord, why is he at the NFL? Oh, so ben bad. Roethlisberger was your six, and we got a straightaway on Nick Mullins because he's the topic of the week in, in a lot of circles. Russell Wilson <clears throat> was okay. Cam Newton was okay, and Aaron Rodgers rounded out your 10 with a little Baker Mayfield and Deshaun Watson behind him. I had to sprinkle those two names in there, but let's talk uh, real quick. Let's talk disappointments. Tom Brady didn't exactly get it done for you. Kirk Cousins was freaking awful. Yeah. Terrible. No wonder Adam Thielen had a damn Tom game. Brady. Tom Brady had a good game. He just didn't punch in that second touchdown. Like yeah. you, to have a good game in fantasy these days, you with the way you have to have two or more touchdowns. Like he went for two, what two ninety, two hundred ninety yards passing, twenty five completions, yeah. only one touchdown. And listen, but for the, Brady's had four games this year with one or no uh, passing touchdowns. Right, and I was that's, getting that's ready. unusual for him. It is, and he's inefficient, but you know what? The the truth of it boils down to he is on pace for 4,400 yards and 32 touchdowns. He's still Tom Brady, but he's just giving you these uh, – it, it's a little more hit and miss this yeah, year. No, it's just a running game. I mean, they can yeah. – they w- last night they had seven on, – on two separate drives, they had seven uh, snaps inside the three, maybe inside the two, and they, they only tried to throw on one of them. You know, stopped on a fourth down. They didn't try the sneak. Now the Packers took it away from him. So I mean, for, for Tom Brady's going to got get, a monster like Cordero Patterson in the backfield. You've just got to feed him the rock. Tom Brady's going to eat eventually when they get Gronk back and you finally say he's a hundred percent healthy. I do believe that'll happen. That's when these numbers go up. That's when he gets his two or more uh, passing touchdowns. Not worried about Tom Brady. No, I'm not. I'm not either. But. uh as far as your biggest duds of the week, besides those guys, Derek Carr stunk. Sam stank. Darnold. Stank. Sam Darnold gave you friggin' nothing. That, that's why I'm going to roll Nick Mullins out if I if my only choice is Sam Darnold. Uh, he, he, he's a rookie, and there is no rookie so far this season. And let, correct me if I'm wrong because it's early in the morning, but is there a rookie worth playing in uh, – Baker Mayfield's worth playing in fantasy. And it's hit and miss. But after Baker, which is great to say because we we loved Baker this offseason, it is very hit and miss. It's 
Sam uh, Darnold I mean, stank. Sec, second to Sam Darnold, I'm probably looking at Rosen. Yeah. Or no. no. Excuse me. Second to Baker, no. I'm probably looking at Rosen. No. I'm I don't looking, want any of them. I'm with you on Rosen. I mean, I, I don't want to start him, but I, I'm not starting Darnold. Darnold's bad. I mean, they're they're literally they're, they're bad right now. They're so thirty three. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're not we're not throwing them in the dumpster. Like if I have Darnold, I'm holding on to him. His value's not. <laughs> Let's not traded. convict them and extradite them back to the. No, because Jared Goff got back convicted to the CFL and extradited. So what I'm saying is, there's thirty three, I believe, qualified quarterbacks with minimum number of attempts this year. Extradite. There are thirty one, thirty two, and thirty three. There's only thirty two teams in the league, but. What? Darnold, uh, Rosen, and Josh Allen are. Josh Allen's thirty third. The only reason Nate Peterman is not above them is because he hasn't thrown enough passes to be uh, a qualified quarterback. Man, I'm I'm not so sure if we rewound the clock. No, that's not a good way to put it. But if uh, Dan Marino was reincarnated in a young form and got drafted by Buffalo, hands off! I'm not taking him. I don't want anybody in Buffalo on my fantasy team at all. Take him all day. Anyhow. Didn't you? Let's talk about some running backs. Uh, Kamara, your crush, wasn't it? What? No, I I, I've been looking at running backs for the since y'all said like Nick Mullins eight times. Yeah, we can't shut up about you know quarterbacks this morning. So it's Monday morning quarterback time. But no, Alvin Kamara, Kareem Hunt. Man, Kareem Hunt's been good. I know we've already talked about him, but he's been real good. Christian McCaffrey finally has a top fantasy game. Tevin Coleman. One of my not so obvious sits of the week. T. Cole. I'm doing terrible on those, by the way. Yeah, at about halfway Shh. through his monster game, I'm like, huh. don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. With by the, the way, Cream Hunt already has 13. Well, listen, 13 the, Tevin Coleman's has done nothing all season, and then all of a sudden he's like, I'm going to catch me some touchdowns. <laughs> well, thanks, Tevin. Name like Tevin. Much appreciated, buddy. Duke Johnson's back, apparently, with the new uh, regime possibly giving him the looks now. Is that no, is that going to continue? That is not an accurate statement. Duke Johnson's still Duke Johnson. He is game flow dependent. You play the Chiefs, he's going to score well. You play the Steelers, he's not. You play the Ravens, he's not. You play the Jets, he's not. Dude. But, but when he plays good offenses, he's going to be – like next week he'll be fine. Six out of nine games are single-digit outputs. That's what, what do you mean Duke Johnson still Duke Johnson? That's what I'm saying. He's saying that the previous game scripts never wasn't conducive to Duke Johnson. So producing. you don't believe that they're going to work him in more from here? On. They were down by like three touchdowns before they took the field. They've been down by three touchdowns he plenty had, of times this season. Barker, he had eight yards rushing. I'm not talking about rushing. He had eight yards rushing. I'm talking about him wanting to be James White's brother. Hey, Barker, he had eight yards rushing. I don't care about the rushing with Duke Johnson. It's never been about the rushing with Duke Johnson. Actually, I think it's that, been about making him their number two slot, like their their number two receiver. I think that more than anything, the the movement of Carlos Hyde out, and it's just him and Nick Chubb now, just Johnson and Chubb, is there's no no one else is going to get the passing work. I'll take Duke Johnson, Duke Johnson rest of the season. All right, I'll make you a bet. I will give you he will have fifteen or more points next week. Okay. Then the bye week. Then Bengals, Texans, Panthers, Broncos. I bet he doesn't go over 10 points in any of those games. How about we do this? I mean, I'm not betting money against it because that's wild, but it, it that's that's his plateau on those how games. About, how about we do this, Nit? Uh, $5 bet. He might not score over uh, – I don't think he'll – I'll say he'll go over 15 against the Falcons. Let's just, just do over under 15. I, I I'll, give you over, uh, I'll give you over against the Falcons – and under the rest of the way out the season. Well, here's a better way to do it. I figure five bucks from weeks 
10? I'm not. I just said I'm not doing money. God dang it. Okay, a dollar. 10 through 17. Still money. A quarter. Okay. That's, just, that's oh, still money. Okay. I will One just, cent. No, no, no. That's still money. One football dollar? You're betting. I'm telling the people what's going to happen. The, you can play. You roll out Duke Johnson next week, and then he's going to struggle. I'm but, just, because I, I believe in Nick Chubb, and I, but more than anything, I know for a fact Duke Johnson is a game flow dependent running back. Well, I'm going to say, and the only time he's involved is when they're getting destroyed. I'm going to say rest of season starting next week, weeks ten through seventeen, he's a fifteen point average. That's where I was going. It's kind of what I said. You said under. I said under though. Yeah, I'll, I'm going. If he's over, I'm going. Over, I'm going under. I mean, how much? It could average out. We could both be didn't right. Didn't you start at ten? <laughs> didn't you start at ten? And then, I was, I was then trying regress, to dri- regress back. To no, 15? I, I drove. I was trying to drive home the point with the ten. I can see. I want it. if he's going to do fourteen point nine points a week. I'm I'm taking it. That's that's a good fantasy back. I was just trying to make a, a friendly bet. Friendly way. That's all I'm saying. Duke Johnson. I believe he's good he's for solid. fifteen the rest of the, I, I believe he's good for a fifteen average the rest of the season. But, but Nick, then again, I think Tevin Coleman was gonna have two points last week. So I don't even think he he out touched Nick Chubb in this game, did he? Probably not. I mean Nick I Chubb. I mean he only Nick had, t- he had be ten touches. Yeah. I'm just I, that's what you like your volume, guys, but then you want to go with Duke Johnson. Hey, I'm a, I, I like volume, but then I like Duke Johnson. But I mean, I want to mix it up. <laughs> he makes no sense. I want to mix I, it up. I don't want nothing I wanna but Isaiah Cruel. But now I like I, 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 I want to mix it up, but I don't. I don't want Alvin Kamara. I never. But said I'll I take didn't Duke Johnson. I never said it. I'll didn't take want Duke it. Johnson. I'll tell you what. Give me. Like, give me Alvin Kamara and James White, and I'll be ecstatic. What, what I, don't, is, I don't care if they get one carry a game each. They're going to both catch 15 balls. Does Barker want an $8 hamburger, or does he want two value bills? <laughs> I'll take the two value bills. Dude, it depends <laughs> on the day. It depends on the day. Sometimes I go through steak and shake. I'm like, do you have a junior bacon? He loves his value bills. <laughs> Just kind of want a junior bacon. Yeah, but the problem is he's he's spending the $8 hamburger price to get the first value meal. <laughs> And then he's getting like a just just an extra JBC. I like to mix it up. Give me a double stack. Oh god. <laughs> Melvin Gordon came back and was fine. James Conner against the Ravens. Hundred yard game against the Ravens. This vaunted defense. Mm-hmm. James Conner is uh I, he is safe to ride like a pony the rest of the way home. Just like I said. <laughs> Four consecutive 100-yard uh, rushing games. Lev who? Five five so far this year. Is Lev Bell coming back? Can somebody <laughs> answer that question for me? Why for would, another team. Why yeah. would he? No, I mean, this season, he has to to get paid and get his uh, – a cure is – I mean, it's th- it's this week. He has to come back by, by week 10, or he. I don't think he can be a free agent, oh, correct? Man, isn't this going to be hilarious? Le'Veon Bell's like, no, you are – all right, okay, okay. I'll take that $70 million. No, Labor, we don't really need to pay you now. No, 50, 50 and we'll call it good. And, uh, like, I'm sorry about what I said and about not showing up. No, no we're going to trade you. We're just, um, we're fine. We're right. just going to roll out with James Conner. 30, $30 million. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's pretty much what we talked about. We'll just go with $30 million. You know what? I, I, would, I, I would do the $50 million right I now. Would, but I then, would too. But what it is is you've, 
then you can ship him off with a good contract. Right. God, that would make him more valuable. I mean, it, it, obviously, it's not going to happen. But if if fifty million dollars and you call someone like the Raiders and you're like, hey, uh, so you got five draft picks in the next two years. What do you think about uh tossing a few our way? Sending a couple of those first rounders in. We here. just locked up Love to four year well four years, fifty million is our our proposed uh contract at this point in the season. I feel like we're playing what that old NFL head coach you game on PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> but but where you, where you argue with the computer? Yeah. That's so stupid. Oh, it was like funny. all video games. Just stupid. Now assuming Shut up. Assuming Shut Lev up. is not that ridiculous. He has to come back week ten if he wants to do do anything. He to be a free agent, he has to come back. So let's assume he's going to come back because he wants to be a free agent. What are what Steelers? Uh, what do they do with him? Trade him. I'm going to. I mean, you the, trade I mean him. for the rest. I'm going to tell you what I do with you him. You sit him on the bench and you trade him. That's what I was looking for. No, no, you're paying him. Play. Well, yeah, he's got to play some. Yeah, uh, no, I. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying you don't put him in for you know 100 percent of the snaps like he used to play before, but my God, give give him a quarter of snaps at least. Make him earn his paycheck. Maybe I, I'm may, I'm telling you right now, Le'Veon Bell comes back for my team with what James Conner's done. You know what? You're returning kicks, Le'Veon. You're returning punts. No, here, dude. Here, why not? He's got no value to. You. He's gone next year. He's gone. Can they trade him? No, they can't. No, he'll be a free agent. I mean, it's I done. Mean, the trade deadline's done. done. Sailed. Yeah, so why why not? I was going to say, like, why get him hurt? But then again, you... He's yeah, not your there, problem. There's no, there's no point. But on the point. left side, are you going to give him anything when they put you in? Or are you just going to be like, oops, fell down? Man, forget this situation. Okay, like, we'll move on. No, no, I'm saying, like, for the NFL. Like, maybe they need to rethink the whole... This this situation, like, maybe the, the trade deadline should come after the, whatever you call this period of, or of getting paid this pay period we'll call it yeah. this this pay period like maybe that trade deadline should be extended past that way you can be like well he finally came back yeah i'm with you so now that. i can I, trade I now we could trade because the exactly man- this the mandatory time frame for them to return yeah. be able to trade after that or roll yeah. back how is week 10 through at, at least make him come back week eight you know, we cater. Yeah, yeah. That that's, and I'm sure it's an NFLPA thing. So, uh, it's a the players have too much power. Say, that's anyway. probably the most powerful union in the United States right now. Yeah, they they have too much power anyway. And then yeah. oh, I'm sure I'm gonna get. I'm sure there's someone out there like, but they can't even like kneel for the anthem. They have too much power. All right, plain and simple. Hey, Nick. Yo. Guess who was the number ten running back this week? Oh, dude! I, oh, I know it's Mike Davis. Oh, it's Big Mike Davis. No one of its dudes. Just let him be the starter. I really one of like its Mike dudes. Da- like he just great. He's he's not that great. He's not going to be good on any other team, but he's great for the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, that's what they need. I know they lost. They almost won, but they. I mean, that's what they need out of him. What are they doing in Seattle? Because he can block. He's really good at pass pro. They just rotate in 100-yard rushers. Like, yeah, it's Chris Carson, it's Mike Davis, it's not Rashad Penny. Sean Alexander in the stands. Come down here real quick. (laughs) Here, we're going to keep feeding you the rock, no matter how many times it takes to get you to 100 yards. Yeah. No, I'm not going to – yeah. Mike, that that ship sailed with me. I mean, I I do want Mike Davis to be successful, but uh, next week he'll probably get three carries. If they play him, he does well. Um, bust of the week at the running back position. Dear God, carry on Johnson. Theo Riddick comes back and you become a shell of your former self. 
That uh, the hype train was rolling and it has stopped. So before we get it over to, all the way down that far down the list, what about Dalvin? Dalvin returns this week, ten for eighty nine. Like he's still good. He just he just needed time to recover. I mean, you can't just throw him right back out there. I mean, you can, you can try, but are NFL teams just terrible to evaluating injury? I mean, no, they they see more than we do. They're seeing them in practice. I mean, every guy's different in the way they come back. So it, it was just one of those things. I mean, once you get over the physical part of it, you have to get over the mental part. Yeah, so maybe he's just slowly uh, uh, he's slowly reemerging right now. So uh, with this emerge, I guess what I'm getting at is um, Latavius Murray. Still, I think Murray had 90 yards in this game. Ten carries as well. I think ten carries, 31 yards, a touchdown. I thought he had – my bad. I, th- I thought he had – It's okay. You, you love 16 Latavius. yards. But it, you could say he's still involved. I mean, Latavius yeah. Murray is going to leech uh, – He's Latavius Murray has earned the right to be their, their goal line vulture against – for Dalvin Cook. I mean, I mean, he's – Does he have any value for the rest of the year is what I'm asking? Latavius, think, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Yeah, okay. I, I would still – Not still good value, okay. but he has value. Yeah, I'd be okay starting him as a flex on by, I was gonna say I mean, he's by our, weeks. I was, yeah. That's where I was going to ask. Was yeah. he a flex or is he RB2? I mean, he's probably still going to get the majority of like the carries within the five-yard you know, five yard line. Not exciting as a flex, but yeah. I mean, you can play. You can gotcha. play. Gotcha, gotcha. Now so, do you want to dip a little deeper in on carry-on? Is there I, much to say? Man, I... The Lions kind of scare me as far as, I mean, you got Galladay that's supposed to be this big breakout after Golden Tate. It, it could still be Marvin Jones's week or Kenny Galladay's or someone else's. And I I bought into the carry-on hype, and I'm not saying it's over. Like, it's not over. I'm still glad that I bought me some shares of carry-on, but this is a Lions team that throughout the years, they just can't seem to commit to anyone in particular at running back and worrisome to me carry on johnson has 10 points or more in basically all but two weeks like i get that whenever you're this was a struggle bus week but last week he saved you with the, the in the passing game this week obviously didn't right like, but I, but i think owners expectations are oh we've got a top 10 guy 10, here. 10 to 15 points every week is what you're expecting but i mean now the, he's only gotten the end zone once this year the most bothersome thing to me is look Garrett blunt's still getting looks there you five, go. five attempts, eight yards. Come on, you're you're in re, you're in full rebuild mode. At the not maybe not full rebuild mode, but I mean, you just traded Golden Tate. You've kind of you've kind of melded in on this season. Play Kenny Galladay nonstop. Play Carry on Johnson nonstop. Give them looks and develop them for the future. Correct. Look, Garrett Blunt is has nothing to do with 2019. Like, no. like Garrett Blunt's going to retire. Even if you have him on a four-year contract, he's not playing for you next year. Yeah. Regardless. I, I don't get it. Like, why? I get. I guess I get that you need a running back to spell to come in and, and take a few snaps from carry-on, but that's, you know, that's theoretic. So, I don't know. <laughs> but the aggravating thing is the, the, the work that carry-on Johnson got that always saved you. Theoretic seven catches for uh, for thirty six yards, mm-hmm. like dude, come on, like that that you add that all of a sudden to carry on's day, over, day, over ten points. That's a good day. He had a good day at the office. You know, as I laid my head down last night, maybe that's why I woke up at four thirty this morning. But I was really excited to talk about wide receivers this morning. 
Me, and me too. I can already tell. Like arms, I know why arms is excited. I know why arms is excited. But we'll run through the gauntlet. Michael Thomas gives arms a reason to be excited. He's a Michael Thomas truther. Uh, who, Adam, who else? Who let else? let me get there. Let's get there. Let Let's take it step by step. Uh, two. Oh, Adam Humphreys was your number two wide receiver, at least in our league format. Uh, Adam Humphreys has quietly become one of those. Uh, I like to cons- I like to refer to him as like the sixth man. Like he's the guy that can come off the bench and give you a handful of catches and and just help your team out. He's not a fantasy guy. But, I mean, in 32-teamers, he's a fantasy guy, which I got him in a 32-teamer and was pumped about yesterday. But you got Julio, DeAndre, the usual suspects. Josh Gordon had his week. Brandon Cooks, you can expect that. Before we get to your guy, Maurice Harris. We should talk about Maurice Harris. Legitimately never heard of him. Let's talk about Maurice Harris for 20 minutes and just skip the rest of them. No. Just kidding. Curtis Samuel, you go right ahead. Thank you. You go right ahead. Listen, it's not volume. The kid's just explosive. It's as simple as oh that. Oh, my God. I was hoping you were just going to be truthful. No, he's he, five touchdowns. Or, excuse me, five games. He's got four touchdowns so far this, this year. This is comical. The, the kid gets in the end zone. Dude, you flip-flop harder on, on Curtis Samuel than anybody has ever flip-flopped I've, on anything. You called him a turd <laughs> two, a week I, ago. He I, was a turd I a want, week ago. I wanted, It was probably two weeks ago. But anyway, I wanted him... To succeed so bad. And after his first week, I'm like, yes. And then he he follows up the following week with literally a tackle. His only statistic was a tackle. But, I mean, every other game he's scoring touchdowns. (laughs) But it's not a lot of volume. And he's he's getting carries. He's getting getting some of the short routes. I mean, carry. I think he had two. two So are you going to play him? I did this week. (laughs) Arms. I was, he was. I was ravaged by bye weeks. We were talking about the Raiders being bad. Like the the Buccaneers have. They're on pace to be one of the historically bad defenses of all time. Okay. And I'm not saying that he's a stud. I'm, but he did you said finish. He was explosive. He is explosive. Explosivo. He is explosive. He's had like. He just gets in the end zone with no carries, like just like one for thirty-five yards, and gets in the freaking end zone. Listen to that line. It's Curtis Samuel. He just gets into the end zone. Please, please I, play I, him I, next I, week against me. Please I, I'm play. Probably, I, I'm, I'm probably going to have to. He's not going to have two touchdowns and three touches next week against that, anyone. That's like still I arms. I'm probably going to have to. Yeah, you, you, you can bank on it. He's going to get in the end zone. <laughs> Listen, right on you, Nick. I got, I got ravaged by bye weeks. I had to start Terrell oh, Pryor and Curtis Samuel, and I'm like, God. Hey, you got to be happy with, uh, with starting him this week. And you, I'm, you I'm just sitting to. there like, I'm going to get just smacked by this guy who's got the worst team that keeps winning. Tightest season high in targets for the year with four. Boom. <laughs> So is so Curtis Samuel ex, or Maurice ex, Harris? Ex, give me Mo Harris. Give me Mo Harris. Give me Curtis Samuel. He gets carries. <laughs> give me some Mo, baby. He had ten receptions uh, around in twenty four. I don't man. know who this kid is either. Four touchdowns. Yeah, somebody's got to step up for Washington. I, I, he's definitely worth a speculative ad. I'm gonna go uh, put a claim in for him right now. To be honest, because my receivers, uh, not on bye week, crap the bed. David Moore and Seth Roberts. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have those guys on my team, but they are. <laughs> Who did you? Can say? I trade one of those David, guys for Curtis? David? No, is Curtis Samuel. Can I, maybe David Moore. I don't know. Let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that after the show. All right. All right. Beard's I, weird. I'm, let's talk about it. I'm probably not going to bite on any uh, Seth Roberts. That's a really bad Oakland offense. All right. All right. 
So yeah, but but we had uh, those guys. I'm putting in my claim, so you know I'm, I'm kind of off track right now. But Mo Harris, Sammy Curtis, Keenan Island finally had a good game. Cooper Cup, Calvin Ridley, Julian Edelman, Devontae Adams, Antonio Brown, Schuster, top fifteen, rounding them out. Nothing but big names, but Mo Harris and Curtis Samuel and Adam Humphreys. Is Cooper Cup a top uh, five receiver the rest of the year? Dude, I love Cooper Cup. He is. He is. He's right on the border. If he's not, he's He's like six or seven guys that don't have that major name that you could have got this off season or first couple games that could help you tremendously. But it's starting the value starting to catch up. The name recognition is starting to happen. So if you if you don't hurry up and try to grab a a a full Cooper Cup, serious question, you're going to miss the boot in redraft. Redraft PPR Golden Tater Cooper Cup. Cooper, I Cooper, Cooper Cup. Cup, yeah. In Dynasty, it's Cooper Cup all the way. I was just asking to redraft. For redraft yeah, purposes. Cooper Cup and redraft just because of the scoring, the, the the red zone opportunities for him. Oh, he gets him. a ton of touchdowns. And, and, and it's, I don't want to say it's not close because it is. I mean, Golden Tate, but but we got to see what Golden Tate does with the Eagles before we even consider maybe switching. Kenny Galladay or Cooper Cup? Cooper Cup. Easy. Cooper Cup. Okay. I mean, not even in the. It's worth asking. Though. There's a lot of Galladay truthers out there. Sammy Watkins. Or okay. who? Is it Curtis Samuel? <laughs> Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel. Give me Curtis Samuel. Mo Harris. Mo. <laughs> Give me some Mo. Sammy Watkins or Curtis Samuel? Give me Mo Harris. Give me, <laughs> Give me, some... Give me some redskin Mo. I see what you did there. Oh, man. Oh, God. Uh, disappointments this week. Uh, Jarvis Landry just not getting it done for you. Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, yes, they had 10 points, but I mean, they're supposed to do more. You need more out of you them. You need more. I mean, you've, you've basically, after Tyree Kill, games, you had done. to pay uh, yeah, and Thielen. more prices. I mean, they, they were okay for you, but Thielen, Tyree Kill. Those are duds for those two guys. That, for those two guys, it is. It is a dud for it, them. Is this the first time all year that Thielen's went under 100? Yeah. Wow. I believe. Eight consecutive games of 100 yards. Still gets you a touchdown this week, but yeah, thanks for that. Tyrell Williams and Mike Williams finishing back to back. Just Chargers. It's kind of becoming a trend. I mean, you you can technically you you can go full Rams and you can start Keenan Allen, Tyrell, and Mike Williams if you full know, Chargers, and, and, yeah, and not really suffer from it. I mean, you Mike Williams him. is the guy that you would suffer with because if bit. he doesn't cut, catch his one ball that goes into the end zone, right. you, you, you now have zero points if for him. He doesn't him. get his uh, jump ball opportunity. Yeah, but he's probably going to catch that ball. That's, um, he was, along with Cooper Cup, missing the two or three games that he did. I was just trying to roll down the stats to see uh, you know, the most receiving uh, touchdowns, touchdowns this yeah. year. And Mike Williams is in the conversation on 18 catches. He's got five touchdowns. Ooh. Very Sammy Watkins-like from last year. I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. He's very Curtis Samuel-like this year. Basically. Just gets in the end zone. Just, all he needs he has one. He has one more touchdown. All he does is score, 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 no matter what. Just just so we're clear, one more touchdown. Okay. Hit those tight ends real quick. Tight ends. Travis Kelsey again. I, there is Him and Zach Ertz have been extremely consistent, and Zach Ertz put up an egg, but only because he was on a bye week. George Travis Kittle. Kelsey. And George, God, George Kittle. George Kittle is slowly becoming one of my favorite players in the league. George Kittle is probably my favorite tight end. In the he league. is becoming one of my favorite players. I Just mean, watching the way he plays football, the man is a football player. The difference between George Kittle and Travis Kelsey. Kelsey's better offense. That's just no doubt about it. But George Kittle's only twenty five years old. 
I I learned a lot about George Kittle the last few weeks. Like I thought he was just this hardworking. Like I'll block for you. I'll, I'm gonna grind out my yardage. No, the dude's actually kind of electric. Like he that catchy that you were talking about earlier in the show, the one hander, rip it down and go. Like. There's athleticism there. Like, it's not just a slow lumbering, I'm bigger than you tight end. Like, he's legitimately an athletic in the same member of the NFL. Like, he is, he, he, he's good. In the Who same is? draft class as David and Joku, Kittle was the one who basically dominated the combine. He was the fastest tight end. I think he had the fastest three cone, broad jump, all of it. Kittle but, do, but does he remind you of an all time great tight end from maybe your favorite college team? I think you think Witten? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he I mean, can do it all. I feel he can like he's block. he can he can catch. He's yeah. But we're talking about a Hall of Famer here. No, I no no no. Listen, I I'm not he, saying he said remind. Like that, remind. that's that's legitimate, dude. George Kittle's had a George Kittle has had a wonderful no. Is, I mean, is there second can you, year? Can you think of anyone that plays that kind of game, that Witten style of game? I mean, if I'm trying to think, just kind of always open. Yeah, we'll block. We'll give you effort nonstop. I mean, I, I, George Kittle's a football player, man, and and Jeff or uh, oh Jeff Witten, Jeff Witten, Jason Witten. <laughs> oh Hefe, oh where, Hefe. where where am I? Blazing orange Tennessee stuff. A little technical difficulty, but yeah. Jeff Witten. Oh, you know, Kittle looking a lot like the former Tennessee Vol. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> not the way I was wanting to come back into this. <laughs> Shut up. Um, it's, Jeff. Uh, it's, it, it's not Jeff. It's not Jeff. It's not Jeff. We'll just keep moving down the line. Jeff freaking Hurman. Are you a fan of him since you're a Bucknut? Maybe that's what I was looking at like four hey, minutes ago listen, when that happened. Stop trying to sugarcoat this. It's Jeff Witten now. <laughs> it's not Hurman. It's Jeff Witten. Jason yeah. Hireman had a good game. Have you seen a tight end look as much like Jason Witten as Jeff Hurman. <laughs> That's legitimate. They are, they are a little a little similar in a little bit. stature. Um, oh. Yeah, I'm not going to buy anything in this Hurman. I don't care if he got 10 freaking receptions. Um, I'm like, didn't like him at Ohio State, don't like him in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a blocking guy. For the seventh show in a row, the tight end landscape means you have to pay some attention to what Jeff Hurman did yesterday. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, O.J. Howard, a little bit surprising production whenever with uh could have gone without it but with fitzpatrick me i'm just saying sorry howard the only reason i'm still in the game with nit howard for the uh, technical difficulty number two and nittle disappears what let's wrap what happened uh apparently jeff witten was really upset that he called him jeff did the tennessee grim reaper come and take chad away i believe that's what happened Uh, that or the rapture anyhow as i was saying uh oj howard um it was like Played a quarter of the snaps at the beginning of the season. It, whenever he got a target, productive with it. I mean, he's been productive pretty much the biggest part of the year. But it's like Fitzpatrick just is like, ah, I'm going to throw it to anybody else except for uh, O.J. Howard. Right. Two or three times a game, hit him something deep and make him relevant. But, I mean, you were getting saved sometimes in the fourth quarter with two catches. Absolutely. So Let's run down through them so we can end this and end the technical difficulty. So we had uh, George Kittle at four. Greg Olson, big comeback game for him. And then you got some weird names like Nick Vanette and Logan Thomas in the top ten, along with uh, Jimmy Graham, Ben Watson, and Vernon Davis. Vernon. Vernon. Uh, Vernon Davis? Vernon Davis. I I just – you just can't trust which tight end is going to have any production in Washington. So it's – 
a little bit sketchy to me to even have Vernon Davis starting at any point. It's a little strange. Same with Nick Vanette. I could have swore Ed Dixon was going to be the guy. And he might he might be going forward. Maybe. It just wasn't this week. Who, I mean, Whoever treated Russell the best throughout the week. Isn't it hilarious how if you guys uh, sort the tight ends by total point production, basically 10 or 11, 12, something in that range every week, 10 points or above. And he hits 9.8 points at like 12 or 13 every time. Yep, pretty much. It's, it's pathetic. Um, the sad thing is there's no way you're going to be able to predict who has those uh, those high points. I mean, yeah, I would have expected Njoku to have a better week, but he didn't. So Poor Njoku. Yeah, poor Njoku. Any, uh, any relevance you'd like to talk about on the, the IDP side there, Squanto? I would love to, but for the sake of getting the show done and us getting the work, we may have to touch on IDP uh, performances when we start to – the next episode, so or maybe me and you will just get together and do a quick IDP rundown. Okay, we let's, could we could probably do that. We could probably do that. So that's what we'll do. Okay, all right. Since you don't want to be my friend anymore, that's fine. I do want to be. Your no, friend. no, 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 no. That's fine. Sorry. All right, you ready to to wrap this up? What are you doing, guy? Well, honest to God, I was looking for our outro. I can't find it. That's okay. You can add it later, right? Nope. No, it's okay. Anyways, Mark is out. Good night. Peace. This concludes another episode of the Back Row Fantasy Show. Thanks for listening, and be sure to give us a review. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.